you're listening to What She Said, a podcast about blogging, creativity and life online hosted by me, Lucy Lucraft, a freelance journalist and blogger based in Brighton. If you've ever listened to the podcast before, you'll have heard me mention the blogger course and for good reason too. Monica Stock created the Travel Hack back in 2009 and since then she's become one of the most respected travel bloggers in the UK, if not the world. She's worked with a gazillion brands and she even has her own suitcase, which is amazing by the way. Over a series of weeks, Monica shares tips on creating video content, branding, writing and the dreaded niche. <laughs> in fact, this was such a game changer of a chapter for me that I went from thinking I was just a travel blogger to knowing that I am something completely different and that I have a super tight niche. It really, really changed my blogging life. If you want to sign up, head to thebloggercourse.com today and get 20% off with the code what she said. 20% off with the code what she said. Hi, Bob. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Lucy. Thank you for having me. I'm good. Thanks. Good. Um, so for anybody who doesn't know who you are, do you want to just introduce yourself? Tell us about your blogging journey so far. Sure. So my name is Barbara. And I'm originally Czech, but I live in Norway for almost five years now. And uh, after I moved here, I started to blog actually and have an Instagram account because I was a bit disconnected from friends and family and had some struggles in my personal life as well. So I felt like I needed some outlets to to get a bit more in touch with myself and with my own personality and creativity. So I had another Instagram account before, which doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> And was more connected or focused on interior and a little bit DIY tips. Um, but then uh, uh, when I got out from my very uh, unpleasant relationship, I really wanted to start over, over completely and uh, start over as myself. So I started Her Internest, which is my Instagram uh, home and also name of my blog. And I started to explore my personality again because after after the relationship I was in for a couple of years I really lost my personality completely and I couldn't make a decision about what I want for lunch and what I want to wear and I I was so confused and I felt like I'm an empty person so I really uh, used the creativity to to explore and discover myself again and somehow find out what is it that it's me and what is it that I want to do compared to what are all the voices in my head telling me I should uh, be, I guess. Mm. It's interesting, I think, the journey that you've gone on as well, even in the time that I've known you, which is only like, what I don't know, a year, two yeah. years, something like that, 18 months. Mm. Um, because, um, yeah, creativity plays such a part in healing, I think. It's one of mm. the messages that I feel like you give out. Um, so I wanted to talk about your Instagram journey from, so when we met, I think we both mm -hmm. did the Insta retreat together and yes. you just blossomed. You went from, <laughs> but also I don't want to talk about the followers too much, but this is a good yeah. way to indicate what happened for you yeah. that you went from, I can't remember how many followers to like 20,000. It was like a thousand to 20,000 in a really short space of time. Yeah. And, but in that time that you were doing this, that your creativity was flowing, then suddenly you had some real struggles kind of personally with that growth and the rules. I'd love, I'd love you to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I started in March two years ago. 
uh, from zero and uh, now it's 25,000. Uh, but I have not been growing for a couple of months because I don't really care about it anymore. But, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. why I love you. You're so funny. <laughs> Because I think there are things you can do to grow, but you never can guarantee. But I can see that if I make an effort, I get new followers. But if I don't, I don't, you know, it, it's it's quite like that. But uh, yeah, I, because I was growing and, you know, we all have this uh, mythical goal of 10,000 and swipe up. And that was always what I wanted, because that sounded like amazing world to be. <laughs> uh, but then it just kept growing. And um uh, and then I started to struggle with uh, with recognizing if I do this for myself or if I do this for my followers. Although I love all my followers, they are really amazing people. I'm so grateful for the people I attracted. But still, I felt like most of the work I was doing was for other people because I knew this is what they expect from me now. And I knew this is what they really like and enjoy. So I felt this huge responsibility on my creativity and what I put out there. But in the same time, every time I asked them about it, it, always the reaction was, well, just do whatever you, you want. We will love everything you do. But but there is this disconnect somehow that you assume that that's not really the truth. They just mm. say it because they like you, but uh, you, know, you kind of also see the numbers and you know the reality is not always there. So I felt really, yeah, I felt really trapped in my own own uh, creative world in a way because I just didn't know how to get out of it. And uh, and then so I took a little break from Instagram to really think about it and create just for myself. And then I started to post uh, less frequently, but it didn't really help. At the end of the day, I just had to decide who am I creative for and what's what I what am I creative for like what is the reason I'm actually being creative and when I started to to connect to that and think about okay I started to be creative to to explore my own personality and be allowed to be my own person Mm. if I focus on that I kind of I feel like this autumn I found my way back to to what I wanted to do and I really care much less about the, uh, the the reaction as well but people still like it because they know I'm being authentic but do you think that that is something because I see a lot of people that um get have a, a big growth and then they get to a stage that you're at where they're like oh actually I'm trapped I don't want to I don't want to be posting every day I don't want to be constantly looking at different hashtags to use I don't want to constantly be trapped in this one style that I've become known for mm. and then they'll say things like you're saying in the I'm done I just want to post for the fun of it but do you think that that's kind of a privilege because you have those numbers so for you yeah okay you're not growing but you Mm. have those numbers already Mm. yeah I I suppose it is but yeah I I suppose it's it's a kind of both ways because it's a privilege because I've already gotten Mm. in the level and I'm not making living out of my Instagram so I don't have to worry that much. Of course, I would love to build my creative business out of the numbers I have one day. But in the moment, I have a full-time uh, nine-to-five job, which is uh, paying my bills. So I don't really have to worry about the reaction or about losing followers yeah. because it's not going to influence, impact my life that much. But I can see that for people who are who rely on 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 their Instagram account and it it brings them living and they feed the whole family. Of course, the situation is not the same because they really need to 
they really need to yeah pay more attention and really take care of themselves yeah on the other hand i feel like um if you build your business or your creative account on 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 the idea that you want to be likable and you want the people to like what you are doing you will be trapped from the beginning and you can never get out of it because you will build those numbers on something which is not reality or which is not nothing you want to do how do you what do you mean talk talk more about that that's interesting well, I mean that uh, if you think about, um, sorry, I'm sorry, but my boyfriend is just knocking on the on the window. Oh, Can, I see. Uh, I wondered what the knocking was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, for it. I just kill him. Just give him I'm just recording the podcast. He's not supposed to be at home for two more hours. <laughs> Typical. Typical. Sorry. Should we... Uh... That's okay. That's okay. Just carry on. So um, I'd said, I think that's interesting, talk more about it. And you were talking about people who start off with an account that is to kind of please people. Um, that's always, they're going to be trapped from the beginning. So if you just jump back in as if I've asked you the question. Yeah. So <laughs> I uh, I think it it is uh, you mean repeat it all over the last yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just... yeah. Well, what I think is that it it is quite a dangerous place to be if you start off your business or even creative journey for fun really. I can see it in many people and they are unhappy with uh, with they they will be unhappy on the way because they start thinking about what people would like them to do and what people would like to see from the beginning. So they don't sometimes even know what they like personally. And at one point uh, or at some point when you will uh, be busy or you will be upset or, or you won't feel like it, you won't feel like creating at all. That happens all the time. It will be super hard because you won't be doing it for yourself at all. You will be just doing it for other people. So I think... I see that it is a really difficult situation to be in if you don't have the privilege of, of growing as I grew, for example. And, and you really know that the numbers matter at the beginning. And it, it, to, to be told, they do. Yeah. Uh, and I think but, that that's the thing, isn't it? Because um, I think this is why people sometimes get really frustrated with Instagram um, is when they they see the advice out there which sometimes I don't think is very honest I think mm. it, it it presumes a lot of um scenarios that don't exist anymore so mm. you know when people who got big uh, like five years ago or even two or three years ago even a year ago, it's different now. The landscape is different yeah. now. Um, and, and that's when I, I think people get a bit frustrated with Instagram. Um, mm. I feel like even when I... I mean, I've had an Instagram account since 2011, but I only took it seriously last year. Mm. And I feel like even for me to give advice on how I grew is, mm. is not realistic to tell somebody else how to grow. Because you almost have, to, and again, yeah, I'm the same uh, as you. It's not my full time job, so um, mm. it's just kind of a joy for me. I I just enjoy it. Even th I even think that people saying just post whatever you want 
in a way and that's yeah. when that's when things change for me when I just started posting fun stuff and and the reality and da 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 you know not the pretty pictures I even think that sometimes that's misguided advice yeah because yeah yeah I agree because but on the other hand you post now whatever you you want and I think you're your your Instagram changed because you are really being much more open than mm. even though you were before, but you really just enjoy it. But still, you have a certain aesthetic. Yes, yeah. And you, you wouldn't post anything. There no. is always, even though I say post whatever you want, you are really not saying that, but don't forget it to all look beautiful together. Exactly, you know? exactly, yeah. Because I can say, oh, I, I just post pictures that I really enjoy, but... There are pictures that I take that will never go on my grid because they don't yeah. fit in. And I'm okay with that. I, that brings me joy. I really enjoy yeah. curating my grid. But mm. for people who don't, I think it can be really frustrating to hear, hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's the same for me. I, I hate blue and nothing blue will ever yeah. <laughs> get into my squares. You although must it can be a hate my feed. Well, but I like you. <laughs> um but yeah i i think yeah i think that the the advice out there can be a bit difficult to to use in practice if you don't understand what those words means i think sometimes we tend to simplify it all but the algorithm is is no one understands the algorithm and that's the point of it right that no one can crack the code there is no way to to crack the code but there are things you can do to increase your chances to to get to get seen right to grow and it doesn't have to work anyway and that's that's I think a really frustrating part because I've tried to help the couple of people I know then they have amazing photos they look beautifully together they're using the hashtag but still there is something missing which won't allow them to to tip over and get get the bigger reach and, and grow yeah and that's that's really hard as well isn't it and especially from coming from a you know where you are where you're trying to help people mm. um is uh, it must be so hard there's no way there's no way that um i think anybody can just follow a set formula i think you do have to accept that mm. there's yeah. one of two things either instagram has to be your but complete focus you have to be spending hours on it every single day mm. or there has to be an element of luck yeah, definitely. And then I also think uh, you have to decide for yourself what is it that matters to you. Mm. Because if you want to grow and that's what matters to you the most, uh, there are ways to, to do that. You know, I don't mean now the sketchy ways of buying followers. Don't do that. <laughs> it, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, there are uh, proofs that if you have, for example, single topic focused uh, Instagram, like the person which is styling the hedgehog uh, uh, photos, every yeah. every photo is the same. They are growing much faster, or the ASMR things, you know. So if you, if the growth and the numbers is only thing which matters to you, I think you can al- always observe what's going on, what's the trends, and you can follow, and you will somehow grow. So if that's only thing which matters to you. Which, yeah, and for some people it is, and there's absolutely no judgment if that's, if mm. that, but yeah, I think you're absolutely right. What is ASMR? You know, I don't know what the shortcut means, but there are those little, those weird sounds, you know, it's some, it's some science behind it that some people are connected to specific sounds, which makes you feel good because there may be sounds from your childhood. And then people are creating all these videos with like a 
popping bubbles and popping bubble full and scraping the soap and all this like burning uh, jelly and uh, strange stuff going on on Instagram right now. Oh my goodness, that's so weird. I'm so not in like, I don't, I I don't really explore too much on Instagram. I just follow my favorites and uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's also one of the, one of the things which is stopping people from growing as well. Because we are staying so much in our mm. bubble, we have no idea what's happening out there. But once you get on your explore feed, then you, you start going that rabbit hole, you know, from one picture to another. You discover that you have no idea what's happening out there. And there are people with millions and millions of followers, which are just scraping pieces of soap That's and recording the sound. <laughs> so weird. I'm going to get uh, lost in an Instagram rabbit hole. Um <laughs> this afternoon to see if I can find some interesting stuff what are your I think you've got really 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 good tips on and really honest tips about Instagram mm. that's one of the things that I love about you and I think it probably also because I knew you <laughs> I knew you before you were famous <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I got to see your journey which I think mm. is really cool um and I know like oh, you're so root everything you do is so rooted in authenticity and honesty. Um mm. and you care a lot. Mm. You don't necessarily care about mm, I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going with this, but one of the things I really like about you is your honesty. That's I, I don't really like anybody who isn't honest. Um what are your best tips for Instagram Ooh. for growing? for growing yeah because I think people do want to know that they want a good Mm. realistic takeaway for growing even if it means scraping soap or whatever (laughs) I think uh, it is much much harder than it was a year ago to give these uh, tips and that's why also I stopped helping people with Instagram because uh, and I rather focus on the creative part because I think that's also important but I think for growing in the moment, it is quite important to get out of the Instagram almost. So to get out of your bubble, to get out of Instagram into another channels so people find you from elsewhere. I know that Pinterest is working really well for people nowadays. So they are sharing their Instagram pictures into Pinterest boards. And that's how they are getting new followers back to the Instagram and it's also helpful for me uh, and that's how I grew a lot last year was to join the Instagram hashtag challenge but also another challenge is because there is so many challenges on Instagram uh, for different creatives and different type of challenges from the photography challenge to knitting challenge or 100 days project challenge which are creating the community of people and those are usually very supportive so you get very authentic new audience because people care for each other and they connect it, They get connected through the creativity rather than some kind of random liking all over the place. That, mm. that's, that's not going to work in the long term. And it's the same with the Instagram uh, hashtag project because I was featured in April and uh, I grew about 3,000 followers, I believe, basically overnight. But my engagement didn't go anywhere because these people just follow you because you are suddenly cool, but they don't really care about you. So it's much better to go to grow slow and steady, or <laughs> no matter how hard it uh, really feels sometimes. Yeah. But I think the best way to grow is to connect to the right people and uh, find your tribe. Really find the groups of people which 
are similar to you, but maybe not so similar. Try to get out of your creative comfort zone and try something different. Yeah, that's such good advice. Because what it's all about really is, um, yeah, grow. if you want to grow, for example, I would love to have the 10, 10K so that I can have the swipe mm. up because that would be really helpful for me. But um, but I, my engagement is quite high. So mm. I there's no way that I would ever want to grow, yeah, 3,000 overnight, even though it would feel great. Mm. I know that then that would damage one of the only, one of like my main selling mm. points, I guess. Um, and also it probably just feels really gross when, <laughs> when you're used to having great engagement and then it dropping, mm. I think I would imagine it's quite frustrating. Yeah. And, I, and, and you have to really, you, you feel like you have to keep up, you know, you feel like now you have been, uh somehow proven to be successful and now you have to show everyone that that's actually true that this wasn't just a luck or lottery but that was actually your work so it, it it's not an easy situation to be sometimes in but i think uh, i think uh growing through what you are doing through the creativity and also what helps is to really care about the people which are following you because those are the best advertisement for you and I really noticed when I share something which resonates with people or they appreciate it, they share it without me asking for it. And that brings another people your way. So I think the value in the way is very overrated. And I think people often don't put their work out because they're afraid there is not enough value in a way. And I definitely believe uh, that we shouldn't bring more noise out there to the internet, but be of value. But the value for the people can just be that you share that you had a shit day and this is how you got out of it. That can be so important in that moment for some person who is watching your feed. So I think uh, there is lots to be told about value, but it's not as hard as it as it seems like. It's so funny that you say that because uh, that's basically, there's a paragraph in my, or a sentence in my newsletter on Sunday where I talk about value, <laughs> where <laughs> like, as in, I'm so sick of people saying only share valuable, you must offer value because mm -hmm. that really is a block for people because mm -hmm. yeah, they think that um, making someone laugh isn't value. It yeah, is. Definitely. Yeah. Or, or just, or, or being honest and making mm -hmm. someone feel something like mm -hmm. feel less alone or whatever. That's value. It doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to yeah. be like a 10 point plan to, do you know what I mean? Like, oh. no, definitely, definitely. Because some, I think the biggest value for people you can bring is that they can relate. Because we we really want to belong and we want to relate to one another and we want to feel like we are not alone. And if you make people feel not alone, I think that's the biggest value. And no matter the way you are doing it, yeah, I completely agree. It not enough is talked about. No, some of the messages that are sent to people to influencers mm. yeah I don't know I value is definitely one and oh there's so much other stuff don't add to the noise I completely agree with you but yeah there's not enough talk about some of the blanket simplified bits of advice that are mm. thrown out there into the ether that can be really confusing and actually really misguided yeah and damaging because damaging, people feel yeah. like they're not good enough people, mm. people feel like they're not not uh you know not good enough to bring anything 
to the world. And that's so not true because everyone has always something. And even though if you are just being yourself, that's such an amazing value. Because as, as Brené, Brené Brown says, the, the vulnerability is the most important thing to share with people because that creates the real connections and it's healing the world and, you know, all the good stuff. Yeah, I agree. I think creativity can be, as in the term creativity, I think that can be um, one of those words that is bandied about and mm. and is a block to people because mm. I, I don't know about you, but when I was at school you were either creative or you were good at science and maths. Like you couldn't be both. And if you're creative, that means you're good at art. Yes. There's no. (laughs) Yeah. And I talk about this all the time. And I think that will be what I will be focusing even more in the future to convince people that they're good enough in whatever they're doing and they are creative. Because I, I often use the example that my boyfriend is electrician and he thinks he's creative. He thinks he's creative at his work as electrician because he has to figure out how to do the work in the best way, how to connect the things so it looks good and it works for people and so on. And I and I always say this is to be being creative. Being creative means creating something which hasn't been there before, which you use your own skills and experience for. Uh, cooking dinner from scratch without recipes being creative. It's the, it, there is no difference in the process between cooking dinner from scratch and making amazing painting. The process is exactly the same. We just don't see it that way because, as you say, in the school, they tell us, yeah, well, you, I, can't, I can't draw. I can't draw. <laughs> I can't do pretty much anything. I've never been really good in art classes. Um, but, you know, I'm still creative. I love that. That's such a good example. And I love that your boyfriend is like, yeah, I'm creative. That's right. <laughs> that is absolutely right. If you're a scientist or a doctor, or whatever, you're creative. You have to come up with pro- problems. Definitely. Come up with Especially answers to doctors, problems. Doctors, you know, <laughs> because everybody is so different. Yeah. And they really have to figure out how to make it work and make it look beautiful. So. <laughs> That's so true. That's such a good example. I love that. So, what are you, how and how are you going to focus on creativity next? Like you mentioned that you're, that's going to be kind of your focus. I know you don't really, you don't offer your specific kind of Instagram help, but how are you no. creating content around creativity to help people? Well, I just uh, finished uh, my first uh, online course, which was called Creative Common Sense, uh, where I wanted to help people to find the logic in creativity and really, you know, really crash all these myths and the, uh, disbeliefs uh to to be able to be creative to be honest i didn't really enjoy it that much didn't you no because it uh no for many reasons the people were lovely and i think they got a lot of value but i just i I think it's important to try anyway and because if you don't try you won't find out that this is not what is uh, for you but i really feel strongly about the the confidence you know i really want to focus on the creative confidence and try to Find some ways, I guess, through the, my own example and also through sharing whatever I learn and read uh, because I like to read and com- collect information a lot uh, to encourage people to, to be creative in their own way and just try to find a way to make it work, even though they're the business or they are creative for fun. Because I think the creativity is so important in our life to keep our brain going and to to not really settle in the routine because I feel that's just uh, killing our soul. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. 
So I don't have any, I don't have any special plan in the moment. I think in the moment I really want to focus on my own creativity so I can be really confident in, in, in saying, yeah, I am really confident in my creativity and I want to help you out with that as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant. So where can everybody find you online? Well, you might have already gotten the idea that I live on Instagram. <laughs> And uh, my handle is her internest. It's not internet, it's internest, uh, which is a new word made out of internet and nest, uh, <laughs> because that's what I wanted to create online. So you can get in touch with me on Instagram. And, and I think uh, that's where I'm the happiest and when I chat with the people the most. And your mm. website is her, herinternest.com. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yes. Thank you so, so much for being a part of the podcast. Thank you for having me. This is really fun. And you can find me at Lucy Lucraft everywhere. But I mostly hang out on Instagram. You can find old episodes of What She Said over at LucyLucraft.com, where you'll also find me chatting about all things blogging, travel, vegan life, and zero waste living too. Lastly, I know everybody asks this and it's a total pain in the ass, but please think about leaving the show a rating and review. It makes a huge difference to getting the show out to new listeners. And for every review you leave, I'll donate £2 to charity. So that's £1 for you and £1 from me. The chosen charity changes each month, so listen out for it in the intro each week. Thanks for listening.